You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Shut up and sit down. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets, people, pop culture. Let's bring on the host, Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs, and you are listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. It's a rock and roll show all about pets, people, and pop culture. I'm live from Las Vegas, and we're going to have a great show today. If you are listening in for the first time and you want to connect with us online, this is what you can do. You can find us on Periscope, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Google+. If you're a Google+, people are saying, what's that? (laughs) Because most people are not on it. And you can also find us on Facebook at uh, Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Our website is VegasRockDogRadio.com. And if you want to pick up some rock and roll clothing for you and your pet, you will go to VegasRockDog.com. Our blog is very exciting because that's where we give stuff away. People love that. So <laughs> go to the rockandrolldog.com. That's where we do reviews, giveaways, um, honest opinions on products to make it very easy for our readers and listeners to make their way through all the new pet products that are coming out. And we also have an app. So if you want us at your fingertips, you will go to yap.us. And that is yapp.us. And then you will download it. It's free. We all love free. And then once you've downloaded it, you will then add in the show Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Now, if you want to listen to an archive show, just hop on over to iTunes. You'll find us there. And in the coming weeks, I'm going to be publishing a massive list of every platform and radio station that you can find us on. And it's a lot. (laughs) But for now, iTunes, everybody knows that. Find the archive show there. It's really, really easy. So like I said, today's show is going to be fantastic. Fantastic. And let me tell you about my guest. We met a couple of years ago at a coffee shop. We had an instant connection because we have a love of animals. And it wasn't until recently, recently, get my teeth in today, it wasn't until recently when my friend Pam and I decided to help a pig called Wilbur through our Valentine's photo session for Animal Rescue. And it was through Wilbur that we reconnected. And Wilbur is part of the One Family Animal Sanctuary. And my guest today, who is the the founder of this amazing place, is Rachel Roberts Levi. Levy. Oh, I had a feeling it might be the opposite. Potato, potato. (laughs) I know that. I know exactly exactly what you're doing there. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad you came. I'm so glad we reconnected through Wilbur. I know it was it was crazy how that happened. It was like yeah. I know you. <laughs> I know I was like, wait, she looks familiar. <laughs> <laughs> well, you started um, one family animal sanctuary just in 2014. Yeah. So had you already started it when we met at the coffee shop, or shortly after? We had not. That was actually <gasps> when we had our vision. Oh. And I think we had actually kind of discussed that for a moment. Um, you know, it was before we had the property and yeah. everything. But we had always had a dream to to do something like that on like a, a larger scale of rescuing yes. farm animals and. We had the opportunity to do it, and so we just dove in. It's quite unique, particularly in Vegas, because first of all, we actually don't have too many standalone rescue buildings. We just Mm -hmm. don't. You know, we've got our local shelter, 
the Nevada SPCA has their facility, but and the Poppy Foundation. But m for most rescues, they're running out of home, you know, and, and fosters and that kind of thing. But then you're in a whole different realm, which is farm animals. Yes. And <laughs> people are probably going, Vegas and farm animals, this makes no sense. But we do have farm animals out here. We do, yeah. People we, don't realize it, do they? We have a large ag agricultural, you know, part of Vegas that a lot of people don't know about. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have, you know, horses and pigs and goats on larger properties. Yeah. Um, more in the north, in Henderson, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, there is a need for what we do. Yes. We're in a niche market. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it's one of those things where if we weren't there, no one would be there to help these guys. I don't know what would happen because a few years ago, V Animal Sanctuary popped up and that was a very short-lived um, affair. And it was definitely needed, that's mm -hmm. for sure. But you're definitely in an area that's a big undertaking. <laughs> it is. You must be mad. <laughs> <laughs> I've changed my profession from artist to, you know, <laughs> other <laughs> things like with farm animals and things like that. So, yeah, it has been, has been a big leap for us as far as, I wouldn't say a complete career change because we still have our stores. That's and, right. You know, like We're that, going to talk but, about that later yeah. because you still do more good through that yes. as well as just, you know, <laughs> your sanctuary. Now, the sanctuary is actually your own property. It's your it personal is. property. It's not a public sanctuary. It really is a sanctuary, isn't it? It is. It's, yeah. You, know, animals. you can't come and, you know, ogle animals, you know, mm -hmm. like a zoo. Um, things are very, very structured. If you like, I know you had the kids come in from from uh, one of the schools, didn't you? Was it a school trip? Yeah, it was, um, it was a school trip, but it was a student council from the school that ah. are do they're doing fundraising for our animals oh. and so we thought that would be cool if we could have them come and see the animals that they're actually fundraising for so that's fantastic they were so great we we don't, if we don't expose the kids to animals young at mm -hmm. very young and educate them and teach them that we need to be compassionate They'll just grow up to be jerks towards animals. That is true. Know? They have to have that hands-on experience. Yeah. yeah. Because if you're so removed from it, how can you possibly have that experience of, you know, even being close to a cow or, or a goat? Right. And you can't have a, it's hard to have a connection, I think. It is. So I think if you start with them very, very young and about they're important and we should care about them and this is how we care about them, you know, and this is why they should be valued. I think it's one of the greatest things that you're doing, most definitely. Yeah. Um, and I mean, to open up your own home too, because that's what you're doing is you're letting people come to your private. We are, residence. yeah. And a lot of people think you're crazy. But no, I mean, it's really important and we do it for the benefit of animals. Like yeah. there are animal ambassadors and so we think think, you know, their lives matter. We want to be the ones to tell their story because they don't have a voice. That's and right. And so we tell their stories for them. Well, I was reading uh, your mission and it's One Family Animal Sanctuary. Is it .org? Dot Actually, org. what is your website? One, it's abbreviated. OneFamilyLV.org. OneFamilyLV.org is the actual website. And it's an urban farm animal sanctuary on a mission to offer security to animals in need and raise awareness that all lives matter. And that's hashtag people. All lives matter, including... Um, including animals, and join us on their mission. So I I can't believe that you've done this in such a short period of time. I mean, did it just snowball really quickly? And they're like, oh, before you know it, oh, we've got horses and pigs and cows and it goats. Did, and yeah. <laughs> I, I would say we're pretty ambitious people. So when That's we great. go after something, we go after it. We want to, you know, put everything that we have into it and make sure that it's yeah. going to be a success. 
So yeah, we just had a lot of people, you know, come to us like asking us for help. You know, yeah. not only do we take them in, but we also help home other animals. We yes. even deal with some dogs and cats. Yes, I noticed that. So we the do other a week. lot of areas. Yeah. Well, I'm sure people reach out anyway because that's what people do. You yeah. know, they go, I found a dog or I found a cat or I can't keep my dog or what, you know, people do reach out to mm-hmm. all kinds of organizations, you know. And I did, because didn't you help a little dog? Recently, who was the little yes. dog? Oh, his name is now Obi Wan. Obi Wan Yeah, it was Poncho, and the family <laughs> couldn't keep them. Their landlord had, you know, found out that they had him. They couldn't oh. keep him, and they absolutely adored this dog. So it was a really well-rounded dog. It just was in a bad situation. So oh. we helped rehome him. Well, you know, in LA, there was some news came out. They changed uh, the rental laws. And they realized that so many people have pets, but it was very limited where they could live. Mm -hmm. And then some landlords also realized we're missing out on potential tenants because we say, no, you can't have a dog or you can't have a cat, you know. And so they were really eliminating a lot of people that actually could be their tenants. And it was some kind of news that came out. So I think it's a good thing. I really think because more more people are having pets as opposed to I mean, it's better to know that your your tenants have pets than to not have pets. You know, I mean, (laughs) you know, you're getting something into and there are so many people out there that do that actually care about their pets and take care of them. Why not? Exactly. I I just find it um, just strange, really. And I always want to uh, go to the businesses that are pet friendly or they say the landlord that that allows pets. Right. I much much prefer those kind of businesses, you know, over over that. (laughs) thing you get points for that don't you <laughs> <laughs> totally no you do have uh you're also a safe haven and i I'm, i've noticed this from what i see on your page you're not just taking them in you're giving them the best care possible um and really getting them on their feet and a lot of special needs haven't you uh, we have taken on a lot of special needs yeah. mm-hmm. which a lot of people i don't think would would one know how to do you know, they would just, or just find it just too big of a task. Like, oh, it's, we can't do the special needs. <laughs> it's yeah. too much. You it's know? costly, first yes. of all. You know, that's one reason we kind of specialize in the special special needs is because it is so costly. Yeah. So we can't really adopt them out because, you know, a lot of people say, oh, that's very costly. I don't know if I want to yes. take on, you know, a horse that I have to give medication to on a daily basis. Or, or even have the time to do it. Yeah, or I'm, the time. I mean, so, horses, that's work. Having yeah. a horse is work. I mean, do people dump horses on you too, just for that reason? Um, It has happened twice, actually. Uh, and so actually the pony that we have that's sick right yes. now, oh, bless his little heart, he was very sick when he came in. We didn't even know he was going to survive. Oh, um, my but we had the best medical care to give mm-hmm. him. He survived. And now he's just a little bit sickly. And now he's he's sick again, but we're working on getting him But definitely well better in. from when he first oh, came to definitely. you. Oh, definitely. His good. ribs were sticking out, oh. like protruding through his body. He was just, you know, in a bad shape. But Poor little thing. He's just a little, his little sickly guy. He's got um, REO, which is like horse asthma. So, I see. Yeah. Oh, probably not helping him much with this dust and pollen we've got right now. He has medication twice a day. <laughs> you see, this is what I mean so by this that. is a really safe place for animals to yeah. be, to be in your sanctuary. And it sounds like it's a bit of a spa dream, actually, for animals. I would say so, yeah. Well, on that lovely note, we're actually going to take a break. We're going to listen to some words from our sponsors and we'll be right back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog radio with me sam your host the queen of rock and roll dogs vegas rock dog radio pets people pop culture Yuppie Puppy City Kitty provides pet lovers an opportunity to earn up to 50% commission selling our premium pet products. 
advocate Gina Brick says, the opportunity to share such a quality product line with other pet lovers is amazing. The support of the Yuppie Puppy City Kitty family while working the business is a true gift. Mention special code PETLIFE when you enroll today and receive three additional products free. Find us at www.ypckpets.com. That's ypckpets.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets. People. Pop culture. And we're back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs. And just before the break, if you didn't get a chance to listen in, I've got Rachel Roberts Levy in studio. I got your name right. Yeah. (laughs) And she has this fantastic sanctuary called One Family Animal Sanctuary. Very, very new. What part of 2014 did you start? Um, It was November 2014. (laughs) Yeah. It's just so it's like a year and three yeah, months. That's exactly. Incredible what you've done. How big is your property? It's two and a half acres. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So it's just big enough, you know, for Vegas size yeah. farm animal sanctuary. We call them micro sanctuaries. Oh, is that what you call them? Yeah. I it like has that. a little niche name. <laughs> um, what time does your day start? Oh gosh. We Probably it doesn't wake- end, does it? Does it, it doesn't really end. No, <laughs> no it's just kind of a cycle. Yeah. <laughs> it starts at six in the morning. Uh, we get up, we feed all of the animals. You know, and then we actually do like our work, you know, pays our bills and then we (laughs) feed them again. So we fit everything in between all of our animals, between their vet bill, their vet you know appointments and things like that throughout the day do, do they do you have a vet that comes to you we do yeah because yeah. yeah. i know obviously smaller animals it's different but mm-hmm. you know get yeah this. even the goats and stuff um the doctor comes to the property it's just better for them you who's, know? Your, who's your vet who would you give a shout out to uh you? we use desert pines equine oh lovely yeah they're a great set like a great group of people you know every time we call in the office they're like hey rachel you know they Aww. know me my name probably because i call them and drive them crazy all the time <laughs> yeah. but you know <laughs> At least they're courteous about it. That's why I told my, I said, don't ever make friends with me if you're a vet, because I'll be calling you at three in the morning. (laughs) Um, Do you have too many emergencies, or do you you feel that because, you know, the way that you take care of them, that, you know, you kind of avoid a lot of that, or? We really don't have that many emergencies, you know, we keep them maintained, Um, they have medication if they have to take medication, Yeah, and because of the preventative care that we offer them, it keeps emergencies from occurring you know right because i know you do uh, i mean i looked at your wish list of the the supplies that you need and donations and that kind of thing and it goes beyond food and hay and that kind of thing but you you ask for uh, supplements mm-hmm. um and those kind of things like you say to be preventative exactly keep them functioning well so that they don't have any issues down mm-hmm. the road it must feel great though when you've you've brought in what's your pony's name that's not doing well right now Liron. Liron. oh yeah. my gosh but can you imagine you know um, the difference from then to now. Just, oh, he's come so far. Just based on, you know, what you've you've done for him. Mm-hmm. How old is he? Is he young? He's around 10 years old. Right. So he's considered a senior. Yeah. Um, but they can live a lot longer than that. I you know. know. Um, I know. My niece has, um, has a horse and there's a horse in their stables Oh my gosh, I've forgotten how, like in her 20s. I mean, mm-hmm. amazing. We have a horse in our 20s too. Yeah. Uh, we have Lily. Oh. Um, but yeah, so Liron, he's just, he's this great little old guy, you know? Oh. I mean, he has, from what he came, you know, the way that he came before, he was so timid and so oh. submissive and like, you know, just do whatever you told me to do 
to do, do like do kind it, of you know I'm scared because he's scared uh, you know, from the situation he came from and now he has his own personality he like steps into our house he gets treats all the time uh, like we're very open with our animals I they can come in our house I love know. that Rachel <laughs> yeah I love that we have sheep that pop in and goats that pop in occasionally <laughs> <fantastic>. pigs <laughs> we used to have a goat nanny when I lived back in England when we lived with our parents and we would bring her into the house without my mom knowing and she'd be watching TV <laughs> she'd like uh-huh. lean over her shoulder or steal something and get that goat out of here <laughs> I they're came, so cute I came, they are I came home one night from a nightclub late 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 and it was me and my twin sister and we walked down the road and we saw there was a big uh, a bus a double decker bus just strewn like strewn across the road like what? We lived in a small village. They, they tried. They can't be. They, they look like the they have cutest. no knees that bend. It's just like their legs look like they are completely straight and they bounce <laughs> around. I mean, it's fantastic. Which of the goats, which of one of your baby goats, your kids, which is the one that jumps on your back? Oh, that's Petra. She, oh, sorry. Princess Petra. Princess. She won't come just to Petra. So. <laughs> she wears a hat, doesn't she? Yeah. She, hat. She's going to be a year old. Actually, she just turned a year old on uh, last week on the 9th. And that's why I'm going to the goat's birthday party. Yes. <laughs> yes it'll be a first. A party. It'll be a first for me. I think it's a first for everybody. I, They're like, you're throwing your goats a birthday party. We're like, why not? It's genius. <laughs> and of course, you can't show up to a birthday with out birthday gifts and so uh, I know you had a list of the things uh-huh. that people could buy what's on that list what's some of those things oh um timothy pellets um because we feed the goats and the horses timothy um alfalfa cubes chicken scratch um game bird right. uh, feed um missouri pig food so you know we basically said you know if you want to bring a gift you can bring a food donation yeah. so we kind of created a food drive at the same time i think it's fantastic now she likes to wear hats doesn't she she will still have yeah <laughs> and she likes to wear them so <laughs> if you have a hat on beware because it's sc- gone i was scrolling through your website and i'm like oh she's funny she oh, wears yeah. hats she looks hilarious she's she's a very big people person she loves to be in the middle of everybody's attention she loves pictures so yeah i'm sure that she's going to really enjoy sunday how many kids did matilda have so when we got Matilda, we actually rescued her from a little dairy operation here in town. Oh my and so she came pregnant because we try to avoid having any kind of reproduction on our property. Yeah. So she had four kids, and which is like completely unheard of. You know, they normally have one or two. Um, so, you know, we were like four kids, but it was more fun for us because oh I'm not gonna lie. We really enjoyed the kids. I like they were so cute and they were like little. They're still cute today. Oh my God. And they're all kind of very like very tiny. Petite I cannot guys. wait to see see that. I just cannot. I mean, I said to Jim, can we have a go? He goes, no. no. <laughs> Before I even finished the word. Right. Can we have a nope? He's <laughs> maxed out right now. <laughs> so you've got horses. Do you have a cow? We don't have cows. No. Oh, not you, yet. Would you have one? I one would totally one? have one. I've already done some research <laughs> just in case one ever came. That you're prepared. That needed to be, you know, res- rescued. So. Where, where does your experience come from? Um, It's all kind of um passion and drive and passion drive. wanting to have a sanctuary i grew up in alabama oh, you know okay. we were you know exposed to a lot of different types of animals yeah. my husband is from a small village in israel he was exposed to a lot of different types of animals i see yeah and just a lot of research and we have rest uh references for each type of animal that we have on the property you know that we can go to if we see like these symptoms and that stuff. so we've yeah. learned a lot just through research of our own and also hands-on experience that's incredible mm-hmm. i mean that's a lot to learn in a short period of time 
time. But like yeah. you said, when you're passionate about it and you're like, mm-hmm. we're responsible and this is how we're going to run it, then you will learn that stuff, won't you? And we have great doctors too. Our doctors have helped us, you know, a lot through the whole process. Um, if we have any questions, they help, you know, guide us to, you And you've know. had some odd situations. Let's talk about the testicles. Oh, God. The testicle story. Because <laughs> I got the update this morning. Did you see that? I did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Explain what's going on there. (laughs) We've had some very interesting situations occur. I think that we end up with these very rare instances. It's like it's like fate or something brings them to us because they know that we'll figure out a solution. Yeah. So we have a goat that um, someone had witnessed, um, like seeing in this property that was fenced in, no home, no house, or anything on the property. It was just fenced in, vacant lot oh. for 15 days that we know of. <gasps> I mean, he'd have been there for longer. Oh Someone had dumped him in this property oh. and left him. Terrible. So about 15 days after that, they contacted someone that contacted us, you know, got into the loop and we rescued him from this area. Um, he, his backbone was sticking out. He was just pitiful. Oh. His ears were mauled off by dogs. Oh. He was missing an eye. Poor little guy. So we had to like get him, you know, get some weight on him so that we yeah. could have him castrated. Right. Well, um, Kind of turns out that when we went, by the time that we did that, he was crip orchid, which is completely unheard of for goats. <laughs> They're like no one in town had ever done a crip orchid surgery on a goat. So and we're what like, is this oh surgery? What is this surgery for the layman that's listening in? I'm sorry. What is it? What is it in layman terms? Oh, one testicle didn't drop, so right. he only had one, and one was like still up in his abdomen, and that can cause problems. It can. Yeah. It can cause you know cancer problems. It, dogs have the same um, situation. Yeah. So you definitely want to get it out, yeah. and also he's still fertile. So, so I know you were definitely on a search for someone who could. We were. Fix it. it was like. <laughs> A crazy search. We found a great doctor, the same doctor that worked on Wilbur. So that's Dr. Oh, Singer at Centennial Hills Hospital. Fantastic. She's great. Um, we really love her. So she took it on. She did a lot of research, you know, so I really felt like she could handle the situation. So he finally had the surgery yesterday, and she calls me, and she's like, so just to let you know, and I'm like, oh, God, like, what's going to, what is she going to say? And she was like, um... He had this miniature testicle. <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, the other one's like four or five inches. And this one's like an inch. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I thought maybe it could be something else. So like I wiggled in there a lot. And like I got all over. And I'm like, this has to be it. She's like, I'm 90% sure that this is it. It was just like a mini testicle. And I was like, that is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. She's like, it's not in textbooks. It's not anything. I'm like, that just... It's just one of the. So things. now she can be the go-to for the mini testicle that disappeared. Yeah, so <laughs> she's gonna. She's now the authority on that. Right. It's certainly. <laughs> she has it in her her books now. I think you should write a book about this experience that you're you're going through because it it's fanta- It is fantastic the work that you're doing. Thank you. Um, I'm sure you have days where it's just difficult. You know what? What do you say when it's difficult? Like, ah, oh, I need to run away from the farm. <laughs> I actually, I'm really thankful for every day that we have with them because, you know, for me to be doing what I'm doing, doing something that I love, that like, love. how great is that? It you know, really, really when you is. have such a passion drive behind it, you're thankful for the opportunity that you have. So, so, so what does it feel like on your highest days? Oh. I don't know. 
my you same could just, as Matt every day. <laughs> <laughs> you Honestly. could do cartwheels around, you know, the, yeah. the, the farm. I just think it's it looks beautiful where you are. Thank you. I mean, it looks absolutely so. I can only imagine waking up in the morning and going, oh my gosh, it's gorgeous outside. And my husband works on this property all the time. The poor guy, does. I don't know like where he has all this energy, energy. from, but he, you know, he works there and then he goes to work at you know our yes. stores and it's just like constant and we're going to talk about that when we come back from the break because like i said not only are you running this full-time sanctuary you also help other people through your other business <laughs> i mean just the sanctuary alone is to get you in the pearly gates you know that don't yeah. you i mean and now you're going to get some extras for all the other work that you do um i think we will take a quick break are we good with that yeah we're going to listen to some words from our sponsors who make this show happen every single week and we'll be right back you're listening to vegas rock dog radio with me sam your host the queen of rock and roll dogs vegas rock dog radio pets people pop culture It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com. I have two cats and two dogs. All four of them are on the Dynavite. This stuff is amazing. The first day that I gave Sweet Pea and Daisy the Dynavite for cats, I did add a little bit of the liquor chops, and they absolutely loved it. All the vitamins, the minerals, you know, they also enjoyed the num nums, <laughs> the nub nubs or whatever they're called, the treats that also came along with it. D I N O V I T E dot com. 859 428 They're just running through the house, they're playing. My Sweet Pea will walk in front of me. She'll Stop where she's at, drop and roll onto her back, and then expect me to rub her belly. Just like a kitten. Daisy and Poopy have a cat tree in my living room, and lately she's been climbing up to the top, jumping up there, and then she'll climb back down, and then she's right back up again. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I wish they would make a product for us humans to give us the same amount of energy and bunk that Dynavite for cats are given for my, my cats. The phone number is 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. Begging to hear more of your favorite show? Full episodes of all our shows are available on demand. Go to PetLifeRadio.com to fetch our entire lineup of possum pet podcasts. Also, dig us up in iHeartRadio Talk and iTunes. Let's talk pets. Live and on demand only from Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Pets. People. Pop culture. And we're back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs. And in studio today is Rachel Roberts-Levy. She is the founder and the owner and the chief operator (laughs) and the give the medicine to the animals person (laughs) um, at One Family Animal Sanctuary. Tell everybody your website again. So I want to make sure people actually get this down. I can visit your website. Sure. It's onefamilylv.org. So like I said before the break, You've already earned your way into the pearly gates uh, with just running a sanctuary in itself, but you're also, and it's obviously a very successful sanctuary as well, um, but you're an artist and you have a successful business called Design and Dine. 
was going to say something else there. Design and dine, <laughs> eat, drink, paint. You've got three locations. Is that correct? That Yes, that's correct. So there's no excuse for people to not get to any of these uh, facilities of yours. And right, we're in Henderson. all over town. <laughs> so you're Henderson, Las Vegas. And, and North Las Vegas. And North Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Tell everybody in a, in a nutshell what it is that your business is. Uh, we're a canvas painting studio with restaurants inside, and we walk people through painting step by step with an, extra, uh, an experienced artist teaching you how to do it from a stage. Nice. So that by the end of the class, you have your very own masterpiece. And That's, you also get some liquid courage. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fun. That is fantastic. Are you located at the district? Uh, no. We have a located? store off of 215 in Durango. Oh, okay. Um, by the Vons and TJ Maxx. I know what you mean. Corner. I know yeah. what you mean. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that it's it's not. You also give back through through that business. Also, we do. Where mm-hmm. you've helped other rescues and other organizations. <laughs> I'm sure the requests come in a lot for those. We um, do. But I think it's a wonderful way to get people into your business. And like I said, I like to support people who you know help animals. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you're passing it on yourself. <laughs> Right, I mean, yeah. It's quite amazing. <laughs> How many people on average come to a class? Uh, we have seats for 52 people in two of our stores. And our first store, which is the smallest one, was 36. We didn't realize it was going to explode. So popular. Yeah. You so. know why I think it is popular? Is Think about this. It's, it's nice to be creative. It's nice to learn something in a very, very comfortable, fun atmosphere. It's nice to have a glass of wine. But it's also nice to go out and not have to go into a bar if you're not in the bar scene, mm-hmm. if you're not into the nightclub scene. I think it's a great place to meet people. It is, It's yeah. not super late at night and um i could say it's it just fits a niche doesn't it you know for those people that don't want to go to a smoky bar but they still like to go out and socialize it's a very social place to go and and so um do some people like purposely not paint exactly the theme that you have for that night they kind of have fun with it into their own thing we <laughs> most of our customers are actually not artists which right. is cool you know they're soccer moms and like professional women and you know like you said those people that aren't going to go to bars yeah. and go to places I mean and if you do cool because you know, it's fun sometimes too <laughs> but um, so they come in there and they're not really artists and they're walking to this painting so they don't really want to go off on their own tangent but if they do they're totally free to right. we encourage it if they want to Yes. Um, but by the time the end of the class comes most of the paintings look the same but we do usually and it's usually men have some come in there and do some crazy stuff <laughs> and it's cool I love seeing that, you know, unleash your creativity. Do you know, it feels good to be creative. Yeah. And uh, I think it's a very nice environment to meet lots of other people. And in particular, if you're going for something where, say, you're benefiting, say, an animal rescue, because mm-hmm. you're, you're with like-minded people, everybody's speaking the same language, you know, when they love animals. Yeah. Um, how long have you had that business for now? Same as It's trade. going on four years. Oh, so like, yeah, so like, a long we'll, time. Yeah. Like, we'll get that going. First. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, you know, we do, um, we're about, you know, 85, 90% of all of the work, I mean, the money that we put into the sanctuary is coming from our business. So we're self-funded. That's incredible. So, you know, we're always looking for sponsors for our sanctuary animals yes. too, though. So because we're just getting off the ground. I was looking at your sponsorship yeah. packages and they range from $15 a month to 35 Is mm-hmm. that correct? I yeah. mean, that is very doable for a lot of people. Yeah. Especially if it's like a company or you say, you know what? Let's two two friends. We'll go in together. You yeah. know, we'll do the we'll do the twenty five dollar one. You know, that's twelve fifty a month each, and we feel like we're doing a lot of good. And it does do a lot of good. Yeah, yeah. because you're applying. What are you applying the money to? You know, when um, you, should get you know, that just in? normal things like um, food, medical care for you know the animals. Um, anything that they need on a normal basis, yes, it goes straight to the animals. That's so, wonderful. Yeah, so we need to get more people to do this for you. Yeah, we do. We need great. to really, yeah. really encourage people. It, you know, you might not be the person 
I don't know why my phone dings when I have it on silent. Is that the strangest thing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, look, there's a squirrel, like one ding, and now I'm yeah. totally off topic. Um, what was I saying? Where was I going with this, Rachel? Oh, the sponsorship. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if you can't, if you're not the person that can actually go and muck out a horse or, mm-hmm. you know, those kind of things, but you're like, you know what? I do have a little extra cash. This would be perfect for them. And it's not just, not just giving money. They're actually sponsoring a specific animal. Yeah. You get to choose your animal, yeah. you know, whichever one you see a picture and you fall in love with, yeah. you know, and so you know that that animal is going to be taken care of because you're helping out that month. And so. you also send out a newsletter, don't you, to them? We do. Yeah. So we, you get your updates. Uh-huh. I sit, just doing a newsletter is enough work as it is. <laughs> How many people do you have that kind of solidly work with you? Or is it you and your husband most of the time? We do have a couple of people that will come and help out sometimes. Um, but it's getting, because we have this crazy schedule. Yes. So it's kind of getting, fitting in everything to this crazy schedule of ours, you know, with trying to like balance yeah. it all. So, so you're looking for volunteers in um, all areas maybe? Well, mostly we're looking for maybe people that can help us do fundraisers also. Yes. You know, people that can sponsor, people that can, you know, volunteer sometimes um, to build stuff. Like yes. we're right now we're looking for someone that can help build some structures for the goats to jump on because we had <gasps> their winter houses built for the winter, but those come down because all the straw comes out I and see. then we get ready for the summertime. So. so it's not just it's not just food. You need yeah. some physical labor. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Uh, do you need anyone that, that can help you with like social media and that kind of thing? Or you're good in – actually, I think you're very – funny actually the way that you write about the animals <laughs> and I find it very appealing very interesting that I want to go back yeah and I think it's it's very good the way that you you write about them and comical I, I mean I find it very very funny some of the things that you write because I talked about testicles yeah exactly <laughs> she's real about testicles. I am yeah I mean we try to be really open you know about everything that's yeah. going on and just try to capture their personalities yes, because I, they're such funny little creatures. I think you've done that with the way that you write about them. I think you've totally done that. And there's another uh, organization in Spain called Galgos del Sol. They do exactly the same thing. You become invested in these little characters. And uh-huh. it's like, I always say to her, your, your place is like, a, it's like the, the reality show of, of Galgos dogs. You know, <laughs> now you can, can be like the online reality show of the sanctuary because I do think you've really captured their personalities. And that's why I think people like what you do. Uh-huh. It's really really easy to to understand what you're doing and it feels good to you know when you write about them even if it's not like you were saying the pony's not doing too well but you kind of do it in a way where yeah we're going to do everything we can and it's being positive uh-huh. and people really enjoy that yeah i think it's hard i think it's very hard sometimes for people to visit rescue pages that are often very very depressing they are and they can be and those are yeah. also realities too yeah. you know um but it it also goes to preventative care as well you yes. know back to that again yeah. It um, does. I think just the positive spin you put on it, mm-hmm. even if it's a kind of a sad story, which is basically we're moving forward, we're going to make this happen yeah. and improve their their lives. And I think that's I think that's the key to keeping people on board with you. I really yeah. do. I think that positivity goes a long way in yeah. their healing process as well. Yeah, and I, I think mean, it's easy. I think it's good to move on very quickly with you know you get a dog that comes in that's been say severely abused, and I know everybody wants to hop on there and say, oh my god, I want to kill that person for doing that. But uh, there are a few organizations I follow that are like, yeah, we know this is really sad, but here's the positive. You know, we've got this this treatment scheduled or this surgery and the money just came in and we can cover everything. And let's move forward and be really positive for this mm-hmm. animal. And I think that's the key to keep people on board because it's hard to keep going back to a page that's depressing. Yeah. It's really difficult. You, you have know? to have a game plan. Yeah, you've got to be real yeah. at the same time as uh, very optimistic, I think. Uh-huh. I think it's I, that balance. balance. Yeah, yes, that's exactly, exactly <laughs> what it is. Well, I think we're at the end of our 
our show, I would say, uh, this is how we always close the show, Rachel. We say, you can help an animal in need, either rescue, adopt, donate, volunteer, or share their information. Rescue your next family member and replace the word shop with adopt. Be kind to all animals. So important. And I want to thank you for coming on the show today. Yeah, thank you wonderful. for having me. Website one more time. OneFamilyLV.org. Wonderful. Take a, a minute to find Rachel's page, One Family Animal Sanctuary. Find them on Facebook. Make a donation. Follow them on Twitter, wherever they are. Make a donation if you can, because of course it is always respected and always appreciated. Um, I want to thank Ian for being my, my, my producer today. He's wonderful. <laughs> Follow the face. <laughs> and today you've been listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio, where it's all about pets, people, and pop culture. Let's talk pets every week on demand, only on petliferadio.com.